Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast, your home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. So, uh, for y'all don't know, Soto is still on vacation, Ashby is still out for now, so I Brandley am back going solo, so let's get right to it. So, SmackDown came and went on April 16th, and it was kind of interesting um, having them start off the show with Reigns. Uso and Heyman. Uh, Pat McAfee actually joined the uh, commentary on Friday, which is kind of dope. Uh, for those who don't know, Pat McAfee had a nice long time rivalry with Adam Cole, um, former Colts punter. So it was nice to see, you know, what was going down. Um, the car was pretty simple for what they said for the show. Um, pretty much with the SmackDown Tag Championship with the Profits. Street Profits versus Ziggler and Rude. And the Ray was going with Otis with Dom and Chad Gable in their respective corners. So it started off with Reigns here off the show, talking about how he dominated uh, Edge and Daniel Bryan during WrestleMania. And all of a sudden Cesaro came out and it looks like for what we all thought it was going to be... Um, Cesaro is going to be looking like the new opponent for Roman Reigns, which is dope. It's a good thing to see. Reigns is just a complete, he's an arrogant prick, which is how he should be. And that's how the fans despise him for. So it's good to see him have this, you know, continue with his run. Because the more they hate him, the better he gets, which, which is what they should be. And Cesaro finally is getting some acknowledgement because he's one hell of an opponent. One hell of a wrestler. And the fact he's finally getting his due for years. Finally getting a title shot is what it should be. It's the right time for the situation. So, then the first match of the night, the first match of the night was Rey Mysterio and Otis. Um, I don't know how to feel about Otis being heel. Um, Chad Gable, I get. I mean, they called him Shorty G for, for fuck's sake. Like, I don't know where that came from. I mean, I know where it came from, but it made no sense. Like, it wasn't going to lie. I was trying to, like, ruin his whole gimmick. So, um, I don't know, the Mysterios and the Alpha Academy, that rivalry is just continuing, continuing to develop. Um, It was pretty simple, you know, the Mysterio pretty much played the small game over, you know, the big man, Otis, Uh, back and forth, running knee, 619, and that pretty much was it, got a roll up and got the win. So we don't know how that's going to look down the road. It wasn't much to really like pay attention about. I don't know what they're going to do with Otis. I don't see anything big coming from them, from him or Chad Gable. Maybe they just give something to work with Dom, work with Mysterio. We'll see how it goes. Then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had their back and forth. Um, Owens just started just beating the brakes off of him. And... Zayn tried to bail out. Owens brought him back in and gave him a neck breaker. Zayn uh, ran out of a stunner, raked the eyes. Zayn escaped and lost view of a count out. It was stupid. Um, we've seen Owens and Zayn go for many a times. Many times it happens in NXT. We've seen it plenty of times on the Raw roster, on the SmackDown roster. It's, it is what it is. They have to give these guys more run. But what was nice coming up next was 
the profit is big enough to ring because Bianca Belair, uh, Montez Ford's wife, who won the um, the women's championship for Sasha Banks at Mania, which was dope, one of the better fights. Um, she came out having her celebration. Um, Banks was was furious because she told her husband Montez Ford and Dawkins told him to go to the tag town because in their house they only wear gold. And Banks was infuriated. Walked down an interview and um, Bailey spoke spoke to uh, Caleb Braxton issuing a challenge for the title. So, you know, shout out to her, win the belt. Let's see what WWE does with her. I hope it's going to be a good run, just like they were Banks. Um, Bailey's being, you know, conniving and a snake and just getting where she can try and get back into the picture. But we all know Banks is going to make a comeback for that, um, for that shit, for that belt. So, began the SmackDown check, uh, the tag champ match. So, you had Profits versus. Ziggler and Rude. So this there needs to be more of these matches. Um these are two these are these two tag teams are a great group. I think the Profits are the best tag group on the roster. I think they'll get the belt back eventually. But right now it's gonna be Ziggler and Rude just playing the heels, playing coy, and being being who they are. So uh it was it, it was it was a quick match. Um Dawkins fighting Rude and Ford delivered a frog splash, but Ziggler uh, broke the pin. And then Ziggler got a blind tag in and hit a zigzag on uh, Ford for the win. So we'll see how it goes. This, I think, is going to be something that's going to happen down the line. Um, there'll be a couple of matches, a couple more matches. So we'll see how it looks. Um, I want, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with Backlash. I want to see what's going to happen um, between these because we need more tag we need more tag team WWE. I, I could say that first and foremost. And if Soto and Ash were here, they would speak the same thing as well. It's incredibly weak. Um, you have maybe three good teams on both, combined on both rosters. NXT has a great tag team division, but they could be better as well. Unlike competition that they have, like AEW, TNA, New Japan, these guys, we have to step it up. We as in WWE. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Then you have Natalia and Baszler. Um, they got the next night, and it was actually, I don't understand where this is coming from, excuse me, where this is coming from, um, Natalia gets the win, and, yeah, Tamina knocked out Jax with a, with a super kick, uh, Tamina and Nijax were, on, were ringside, and, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess they're gonna build Natalia to be legit, and I think they're gonna just, Maybe Natalia and Tamina take the belts off of Jackson Baser. We shall see. Um, so Cesaro ended up having to prove himself going against Reigns. Instead of going against Reigns, he gave him uh, Jey Uso. So Cesaro won via DQ. Um, it was... I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Um, it was a good back and forth. Um, Seth Rollins came out of nowhere, and I guess it. I guess it just means that they're gonna have more matches. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was a one-off thing. You know, Rollins went against Shinsuke the paper before. This is all beat 
Rollins at Mania. So I guess it's going to be a continuation between them. I, I really wish that Cesaro would just face Reigns and do something different. But, you know, the Rollins victory does accept a three-way feud for the championship. At least I guess Rollins will probably get in. The problem is how do you book a finish for the match with Rollins and then have him do the triple threat? Like, you just have have a regular one-on-one match. The Reigns at the end of the show would have seen, would have been better. Um, but the other thing, too, where was Edge and Daniel Bryan? They lost. They didn't have any airtime. So it was just kind of weird. I, you know, usually the start of the season is something different. Um, I don't know what they're going to do now. Because SmackDown, I think, honestly, the better show than Raw. But I don't know what they're going to do in regards to the narrative. What's going to be the underlying thought with Reigns. What's Edge going to do? What's Brian going to do? You would kind of assess that early on. But, you know, it is what it is. And we'll see how it goes as time progresses. So then you go into Monday Night Raw um, this past Monday. So we had uh, another match, another return match. We had the Viking Raiders versus Alexander and Benjamin. And I guess what they're doing is they're bringing, they're bringing back the Rays and trying to push them to be the tag team. But why would you have Alexander and Benjamin control the match? And that's what it felt like. You know, um, Benjamin's overpowered the Vikings. Um, a lot of a lot of hurt business. The well, former members of hurt business. Um, we're doing quick tags, keep everything fresh, keep them clean. Um, Eric and Ivor, it's good to see them back. You kind of need a power team in there. Um, but the Raiders end up winning. But I don't understand if you're going to be dominant, you should dominate. You should dominate all the way through. From I mean, it was you know from from, from beginning to end. But it was a decent match. It was it came up short. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens later on. So, eh. And then, um, uh, you had Orton, uh, doing an interview backstage. Riddle, um, came back and interrupted him. And then demanded, um, Orton demanded a massive fight. No, I, he had, I guess he has no idea who Riddle is. And it was pretty much, um, a back and forth. That's a pretty... Actually, pretty good back and forth. Um, Orton started dominating the match. Um, Riddle had a lot of rollouts. It was a lot of back and forth. And Orton went for the kill with the RKO. And the bro, we'll call him the bro. We won't call him Matt Riddle. However you want to go about it. Um, gets a quick roll for the win. That was a very big upset. Um, the good thing about this is like you're seeing Orton do different things. You're seeing Orton do more than just be a heel or just be a regular wrestler. Like he can he can be funny. He can be um, a comical character, which is a dope thing. You need that. Uh, maybe maybe the bro, maybe Brill becomes something more than just a jobber at this point. You know, last week he got demolished by Lashley. It didn't make any sense, but you know, maybe this becomes something new for Orton and Riddle. Maybe this is something to get Riddle over. We'll see how it looks. Um, 
And then we had Lana and Naomi versus Baszler and Jax. Um, it, 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 it was good for a minute. Um, all in all, it just became Rose, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke came out with a distraction, um, embarrassing clips of Nia Jax and then uh, Naomi got the tag, hit a double face buzzer with Lana for the win. And, eh, you know, there's no effort built with the women's division. There's a lot of great talent down there and nothing is built. Nothing. Not, there's no there's no growth with them. So I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe you have, you know, a uh, a turmoil again. Just have a, a rumble. Go on out with a tag team rumble and have just like five, six teams and just go at it, you know, when it goes at, goes after Baser and Jax. But it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you not have anything go on? Meanwhile, on Friday night, you had something. You had a little back and forth. So you're going to fight on SmackDown or you're going to fight on Raw? And whatever happens, happens. You know, do they break up? Do they not break up? I think... It's tough having a holding pattern when you're champs and when a creator doesn't do anything for you. It's just weird. They got to do better with the women's division. There's too much good talent for them to not have anything for Jackson Baszler. Not to mention have everything else for the other for the rest of the roster. Not every match has to be with the champs. Whether it's a sanctioned match, unsanctioned, a title match, a non-title match. You got to have more stuff going on. Moving forward was Elias and Kobe Kingston. Um, Elias had Jackson Ryder um, on the side again. The New Day interrupted him. And um, it was... Uh, I don't know. I had I thought the New Day was doing their thing. And you caught... Um, Elias gave a, 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 a flying elbow drop for a clean win after they messed up the SOS. And I don't know. I think what's going to happen now is there's going to be a lot of short matches coming in. Same thing with like McIntyre Strowman um, versus Mason T-Bar. It wasn't... This match could have been a little bit long, a little bit shorter than what it really was, but it was short compared to what they're doing now. Um, It was simple. You know, uh, we had... um, McIntyre ripping off Mace's face and using a weapon to the DQ. So it didn't make any sense. Strowman also took off T-Bar's mask and that was about it. They're just unraveling. Um, they're unraveling the retribution of whatever, whatever retribution actually is. So, you know, it's like, eh. You know, you had uh, Ali. You had Mustafa Ali. You had this thing going really well. Then you had this bullshit you came out with. The mask. and, and It was dumb. You were done just keeping them quiet. And then you did absolutely nothing with them. You ruined a great opportunity to have something good. You know, but, you know, that's WWE for you. They don't know how to, they, they pull the trigger way, way too, should, way too early. They should let it grow a little bit, but that's neither here nor there. Then we had the uh, Miz and Priest went at it again. Um, it's good to see them because you have Maurice back, which is nice. Um, uh, the Miz's wife. So, um, what ended up happening was, um, Priest came in, did some interruptions, um, it's nice to see comedic things coming from The Miz, because he's a funny guy, like, he's, his character is funny the way he is, it's good to see Maurice back on TV, but I don't know what they're doing, I guess they're gonna have, they're finally gonna have this Miz, 
is, is Miz Priest rivalry continue? But, you know, it doesn't make any sense because he already got his Mania moment. Let him go off like the U.S. title or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, I don't know. They, they got to find something because Damian Priest came up. He was undefeated, won at Mania, and then now he's just taking a loss and then nothing. You know, it was just, it was just, it was, it, eh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Priest. I've grown to really like him. They got to do a better job. So, and then we finished with Asuka and Charlotte. Um, Charlotte is really embraced. Well, that's who she is. I don't know why they made her face. She is a heel. She's she's her father's daughter. And um, it was a good back and forth. You know, and Charlotte avoided the Asuka lock for a while. Got the figure eight. Um, Ripley kind of got involved. Um... And what ended up happening was um, the Empress got Charlotte for the win. And then Charlotte ended up beating up the ref, which turned out she ended up getting suspended for. I think the fine was like $100,000, which is crazy. It was hundred k, and she's been suspended indefinitely. So, you know, maybe I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't know if, that, if that's part of the gimmick. But, however, it happened and went down, so... We'll see what go. We'll see what it is, but you know I'm kind of tired of Charlotte. Anyways, they've been forcing her down everybody's throat day in and day out. So it's just like, uh, you know, what are we doing here? What is this? That's how I feel now. Like they don't do anything for her. She's won the title what ten times, eleven times. So you know, let her chase, 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 and not win, but. It's just weird to see what they're doing. Like, now, is it going to be a triple threat? Is it going to be, um, you know, Oscar versus Charlotte and then winner takes on on Ripley? You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen at this point. But as of right now, you might get an actual fair one between Ripley and Oscar since Charlotte's suspended until further notice. But, you know, is what it is. I think what they should do is put her... With a mat, put against Ripley, lose to Ripley, and then have her go against Oscar, lose to Oscar, and then go chase something else, and then come back. You know, build something with somebody else. Go be a heel with somebody else. Go do put her in a tag team. The Oscar shot run was pretty cool, so I think they should do that. Give her something different for now. Have her come back during you know SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Rumble, next year's Mania, something like that. But it's like eh. You know, it's the same old gimmick with Charlotte, so you got to do something better, and they're not doing better. They're just treating her like she's Ric Flair's daughter, and that's not how you're supposed to do it. On the other hand, Asuka has... Asuka needs more love. Her gimmick is great. She's a f- great wrestler, but they don't do anything. Like, her as champ was a blah. It was like a bland... It was a bland run. They didn't give her any, anybody to fight, so it doesn't make any sense. Why would you have her as champ and her knife fight people? You know what I mean? But, you know... Moving forward, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, AEW beat NXT again in the ratings. So, that goes to show what's been going on with, well, between AEW, uh, NXT, or just WWE in general. Like, they're just, they're being outworked. Creative is better, the matches are better, and it now looks like the more, more populated, you know, the better crowd is going over there as well. So, here's the night for them. They had Hangman Page versus Ricky Starks. 
Um, or should I say absolute Ricky Starks? Um, and I think Hangman Page is on a 12-match win streak. And Starks had an eight-match um, streak, which is pretty which is pretty interesting to keep an eye on. So, uh, Page ended up winning by submission. Um, then Taz cut a promo warning Page to watch his back. You know, Hook, uh, Taz's son Hook came with a chop block. And Team Taz just beat the hell out of him. And then Dark Order came in to make a save. So, um... It would be it would have been so much better to have the ankle injury where it happened starts earlier in the match. Um But you know, it, it would have been a lot better had that not happened. Um that being said, it was a really good start of the match. Um Paige is actually going to a bigger and better things after, you know, what happened early on and maybe we'll get a shot at King Omega's uh championship. Uh but as of right now, it's just you know, for now is for now. And we'll see how it goes. Then we had Trent versus Pentel Zero Miedo. So, um, Orange Cassie was with Trent, and then um, Alex Abrahantes was on was with Penta. Um, I know Ash is a big, big fan of Penta. Well, big fan of AW altogether. Um, but the Death Triangle, you know, best friends. You know, Trent was in the Death Triangle, Penta for the night, and you know. The one thing that's pretty interesting, no one used the pile driver anymore. Granted, a lot of it's like banned from here or there, but when people use a pile driver, it's well worth it. Um Pentham getting the win. Um it was a decent match. They could have got better. It was enjoyable. Um one thing that kind of hampered them was the uh commercial break in between. But I think double or nothing will be um a six man tag at some point. If they do that. Um, with these go with the Death Triangle versus Best Friends and a six man tag would be, pr- that might be a top three match for the night. Um, then you had Jr. Shout out to good old Jim Ross, um, the voice of wrestling, introduced. Uh, he interviewed the Pinnacle, and I gotta tell you guys right now, um, I can't stand MJF. That's just me. I, he's grown on to me as being such like a despised, a despised wrestler. I just can't stand his gimmick. He's a great heel. He, he's great at what he does. If you guys to hear him like that much, then you know he's doing a great job. Um, Warlow gave Jericho credit for giving the best pro of his uh, best promo of his career last week, and then guys, guys name mentioned, and. Um, was where MGF came in saying that Jericho surrounds himself, with, surrounds himself with B's. He looks like an A and then wrestles A so it doesn't look like a B. I was like, oh, interesting. Like, um, you don't see much on Warlow, but it was a great chance to speak when he does speak. He doesn't talk much. When he does, it was pretty dope. I think he's going to fit like what Batista was with Evolution. I think him and Warlow is a nice comparison. Um, I you know FTR could have spoke, Sean Spears could have spoke, but you know that's neither here nor there. But we'll see how it goes at at some point. Blood and guts is around the corner, so when that when that goes down, then you'll see um the results of that. You'll see more and more matches. Um, and we had the women's championship. We had uh Hikaru Shida versus Tay Conti. Um, 
Sheeta's just head and shoulders above um, everybody else. No matter, I mean, Tay Conti took two months to the, become who she is. She got a good, she got the man. She's a, she's very talented. Um, but you knew what it was. It was Sheeta wasn't dropping the belt. She's gonna drop. It. She's not gonna. She's not gonna drop it at. Um, she's not gonna drop it at at a, at, a, at a live show. She'll do it at the um, at a pay per view. So um, after she got the win, Britt Baker came out of nowhere, and now she's now she and she came out and revealed that she is the undisputed number one ranked woman in the division. So um, Tony looked good. You know she's gonna be with with in due time. She'll be great. She'll have more going on, but you're not gonna stop Sheeta. She's she's gonna keep on rolling. She's gonna putting in understated performance after after performance. And she's going to be, I think she's probably one of the, if not the best, one of the best champs today. That's in both men's and women's. And now the closing course for her and Britt Baker is now in full swing. So, um, double or nothing. She won her belt. So now it could happen. She may drop the belt here. She might get it later on. But the good doctor is the, is the breakout star of the women's division. And she is going to be the next one to hold the title. Um, being someone as good as Sheeta will solidify her as the, the top star in the division. And time's coming soon. You know, when Sheeta won her title at Double or Nothing, um, so around the same time, maybe she'll get hers. So, then Jericho came out with uh, Tony Chavone and re- had a rebuttal for what happened with the Pinnacle. So, Jake Hager um, came out of promo and said he's going to... Um, have them have uh, the pinnacle sucking their dinners through straws. I get you know, you know, Jake Hager was never that big in promos, <laughs> but um, Santana said the pinnacle's actions were bitch moves, and Jericho cut a nice promo that an impromptu show tune, which was nice. Um, we'll see what happens next week. Um, you know, Jericho's always good, um, with a promo, but you know, he tried to be funny here, he didn't do as good. As a hit as it would have when last week's promo came out. So, um, Santana was great. Uh, he doesn't hold, he doesn't have the mic enough when he does. He's always really good. Um, so you'll see something for Blood and Guts. Um, maybe these guys, the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, get together and make something happen. We'll see. Um, what's nice, we had Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall in the factory. Billy Gunn has been around forever. <laughs> forever. In fact, he's still wrestling. He's still wrestling in pretty good shape, too. So, the Nightmare Family, the fact that they continue, the rivalry was, you know, um, it's going to keep on going. Billy Gunn had Colton and Austin together. You know, those are his sons. Those are his kids. And, you know, at the end of the day, um... Marshall got the win over Billy Gunn with the diamond cutter. So, this is what you expect. Um, we'll see what happens later on. Um, it all seems like it's going to be a multi-man tag at Double or Nothing with Cody Rose returning. And then everything's go, is everything's tied with storyline. So, you know, they're going to keep hiding Komarodo, Ogogo, and Solo. Solo, you know, you're going to see what happens. But, you know. We'll see how it looks. We'll see what goes on. Double nothing's around the corner. Blood and guts is around the corner. So we'll see what's up. Kristen Cage went against uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. 
Um, Cade's going to win. We we all seen this coming. Um, Hobbs actually gave a good run. Um, gave him a power bomb. Got the rope. Got a frog splash for a two count. And you saw a lot of grit and toughness out of Hobbs. Uh, it, it was just the better the better man won tonight, and it was slow. It was a decent pace. Um, it could have been a better match had I had it been a more faster tempo. But you know, um, Christian's breaking with the young guy, so you know the young guy's still learning. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what Cage does. Uh, you know, he's gonna keep on going tidbits. You know, tit for tat and just growing from there. Um, what's interesting to see is how soon is it going to be before you're going to see Christian, you know, you're going to see Cage going to be in a championship match, whereas the TNT championship, the AEW world championship, the heavyweight championship, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, speaking of which, the, uh, champ Darby Allen, who had Sting with him, went against Jungle Boy, who had Luchasaurus with him, and I'm not going to lie, it was... It was good to see Jungle Boy get his shot. Usually, you know, usually you have um, these guys in tag matches. Uh, more so Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um, Scobus guy and Ethan Page got in. Um, it was a great way to end the match. Allen's going to keep the belt no matter what. It, he's he's hot. He's, still, he's one of the better champs on the roster. One of the better wrestlers on the roster. So there's no point in losing him. There's no point having um, him drop anything. But then you had um, the fact that they tore the house down this week. One great match. Um, Jungle Boy is more of a submission base anyways. And Allen was always going to be beaten down, making a comeback, beaten down, making a comeback. So Sky and Paige coming involved. We'll see what happens. Maybe we get a six-man tag match, you know, something. Um, you could see Sky and Page maybe getting involved, going after, um, Allen, getting going after Darby because Darby has the belt. Whoever's gonna decide to go after the belt, but you have Sting on the backside. You'll never know what's going on for them. But you know, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't want to keep saying we'll see because we are seeing AEW is destroying WWE's product, you know, but in the meanwhile, that was Wednesday, we'll back up to Tuesday really quick, as uh, NXT kicks off, and Cameron Grimes, I don't know what's going to go, I guess, he wants to establish a a business relationship with Kyle O'Reilly, that didn't pan out, Um, we'll see what happens um, between them, but it's not going to be anything serious, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Dex Lumis versus LA Knight. Um, Knight got the win by pinfall. It came together well. The ending was kind of... Um, it was kind of iffy. You know, um, got a reverse TD and um, came out the ropes with the win. Had him off the ropes with a reverse DT and got the win. So, Frankie Monet interrupted Io Shirai's interview. Um... Iro Shirai is, I'm going to say it again, one hell of a wrestler. Uh, Beth, Beth Phoenix interviewed Shirai asking about the loss to Gonzalez. And um, 
she wants to get back into it. And then Freddie Winnie interrupted her and got into a fight with the genius of the sky and telling Shiraz she would take her spot while she was away. We'll see. How far, I think Shiraz coming back. It won't be long. I'll give maybe a month, maybe two months. Um, the Grizzly Young Veterans winning is Breezango. And when's the last thing you heard about Breezango? You know. <laughs> Tyler Breeze is garbage. I don't, I don't know why he's still on the roster. He is garbage. Fandango's underrated. He's a great wrestler. He's just, you know, who likes Fandango? No, it was a quick match. It was simple. Um, Saray and Zoe Stark got together. Um, Saray beat Stark with a pin, uh, by pinfall. Uh, a bunch of knees took down Stark, and Saray got built, got momentum after a quick back and forth. Starts connected with a suplex, uh, running knee, and then came up with a, a side of suplex, sealed the victory. So, you know, you're gonna have you gotta have more more women involved. Um, but the fact that NXT is doing more of that, which is good, um, I think the you're gonna put more and more talent going up into a uh, into a WWE. Um, but I think Triple H, what he's doing now with the women is just growing different. Um, Different talent. See who fits what. See who's got a shot of doing something. Who doesn't have a shot of doing something. So. But the NXT Cleveland Championship came on. Kashida versus only Lorcan. Lorcan. Um, Kashida. Kashida's nice. <laughs> uh, pretty much won. Um, got the hoverboard lock in. And then. Lorcan tried to escape. And was thrown back to the man. And, got, and tapped out. So. Like, I left if Fantasma uh, ambushed the NXT champ. MSK rather even odd now, you know. I want to see more open challenges. That's what it should be. If you're a champ and you're not going to be wrestling on pay-per-views often, have open challenges. Keep making everything um, interesting. Uh, Pyramid Ever Rise made an appearance. Uh, this was... Uh, this was garbage. <laughs> um... Raquel Gonzalez before Dakota Kai made it clear that the NXT Women's Championship would be to defeat any challenger, any all challenges. Mercedes Martinez came in and answered the promo telling Gonzalez she would take out Kai first before going after. Um, Ever Riley tried to challenge Imperium early. Nothing went down. Um, Marcelo Barthol and Fabian Ackner, Killian Dane, Maverick, they tried to strike the heels, but Imperium took over and it was the easy win. Eh. Although Drake Maverick, I do appreciate him for how far he's gone, how far he's come since being a jobber, since doing impact. So then Kyle Ryan came in Grimes, they got involved. Um KOR beat Grimes by pinfall. You know, it was Riley might be a top star and Grimes is talented, but it never felt like this would be a main event match. Um, you could have put Saray versus Stark or Kashida versus Oni Lorcan at the end of the night. Um, but, you know, stuff like that makes sense to, re- to why people think that TNT and AEW, you know, are, is killing, you know, NXT. Just makes, <laughs> it makes more and more sense as time progresses. So, I, I, I just hope that NXT, as good as they are, as much time as they have, they can improve the way they've been doing beforehand. Um, just keep on going. Because it's tough when you have year of the show right after AEW or right before AEW. Um, Tuesday night, you have Monday night Raw, Tuesday night SmackDown, AEW on Wednesday. Thursday is uh Impact, which we're about to get you right now, and then Friday you have SmackDown. So you have so much going on. Well, for us is good. 
because we're, we're, we're wrestling fans. We love this. But, you know, at some point, you get so much content to look after, you can really decide what you want to do. So, Rebellion is on the way. Uh, Rich Swan is going against Kenny Omega in a title title match. Um, Axis TV is having, um, you know, Axis TV hosts uh, Impact. I really was called TNA. I love TNA the way it was. But now it's called Impact. Um, Tanel Dashwood um, got a uh, knockout match against... Has a championship match for the knockout division with Deanna Perrazzo. Um I've really, really enjoyed her work and, you know, Soto loves her. Um, Jordan Grace. Um, she, I've actually started looking to her and she's actually one hell of a talent. Um, it's just that I just wish Impact would have go and try and get back onto a bigger channel than Axis. Granted, they're, they're coming back from the beginning. They're starting from they're starting from scratch, you know. A lot of bad finals decisions and poor, and poor managerial decisions made in, in up top. So they're they're slowly getting better. Um, but Tino Dashwood and Praza tag teamed up against Susan and Jordan Grace. Um, Kara Hogan was involved in, in a singles competition. Von uh, by Design's Eric Young came back with Eddie Edwards. So this is a lot going on with Impact, and I just hope, and I hope that this becomes a more consistent thing for them. Um, we don't talk about them much on here because they have nothing going on. But now with what they have, is becoming better and better. So we'll see. Um, the Good Brothers went after Decay. Um, Good Brothers won. It was a fun start of the match. Um, you always seeing good tag teams. The Good Brothers were all you know, Anderson Galzer one of the best tag tag teams in the world. Um you know, yeah, Juice Robinson and Dave Finley, you know, they'll find out Sunday um what goes on uh with the Good Brothers. Um you know, Tino Dashwood and Susan, they went at it. Um I really didn't realize that um Dashwood was with <laughs> WWE, um, and then she made her move in and out. She was in and out for a while. So um, Dashwood beat Susan. That was, you know, that uh, was eh, you know. <laughs> I keep saying eh because these guys, it's, it's pretty straightforward. This was just a, a pretty much back and forth until um, they planned, you know, Perazzo and Dashwood's fight. Um, Susan, I wrestled the contender in the beginning, had control going before the break. And then Susan continued going and going after the break. Um, Dashwood fought back, got a crossbody in the corner. Um, a neck breaker through the ropes, spotlight kick to get the win. Um, it, it just it, We just knew what it was. It's going to end up being a point where we're going to have... Um, Dashwood and Perazzo, pretty simple and straightforward. Most of the match having their commercial break, so you didn't really catch anything great. Um, Sharon Jake something. Um, Jake something had uh, Rohit, Rohit Raju with him. Um, Sarah won, same forward. Uh, Jake something is looking like a star of the future. 
He's a big baby face with a great look. He's ox. That's a, that's a big guy. Um, Shara has yet to find any kind of um, spark that something has or in between. Like he, just, he has so much potential. It just now, what do you do with that potential? Do you waste it or do you take it a shred and be great with it? So Rishwan cut a promo. Um, Omega and, and Don Cows came in via video. Um, but Rebelling Around the Way is just um, Moose told Swan that um, he's bigger and stronger and more skilled than Omega and told him that you better lose those titles or you're paying the ultimate consequence to me. And Moose, it looks like Moose is really... Um, he's really going after this belt. And I think he's going to be... I think Swan keeps it. I think he gets a belt and he's going to fight Moose for a championship. Moose is finally going to get something. I just, I I, I see it. <laughs> I picture it. I I hope it. I hope it actually does happen. Uh, then you Kara Hogan and Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace, is, she is one rough and tough girl. She can get down. Um, Jazz, as we know, um, retired. Um, she lost at the recent pay-per-view. And, um, so Grace battled one half of the tag chance since Jazz is trying to find a new partner for Jordan Grace before, um, Rebellion. But they went at it. Kira Hogan and Jordan Grace went after in competition together. Um, Grace beat Hogan by DQ because, um, Tasha Steele's, uh, Hogan's tag partner broke up the fall and got the DQ. Um... We'll see how it goes um, Sunday, you know. Um, if it becomes apparent that this is going to be um, what goes on with the tag division, and by that meaning, when Grace, excuse me, when Grace was getting jumped, you had Rachel Ellering come in and she actually made her debut. Um, if they don't make the, um, they don't win the titles, um, it would be a great, Debut since Elling showed tonight and they'll win tomorrow. Um, you could see one of them, if not Ellering or Grace, go after uh Diana Prazo. And what this Prima seems like, and it seems like with, with most now, because unless you're not a big time show, it kind of you, you kind of see it. If you're not in WWE, anywhere you go, you're considered the developmental system. So, a lot of people who fail NXT or fail WWE and going elsewhere and, you know, get limelight, get talent. You know, Eric Young was a great tag, was, was a great NXT talent, goes to uh, WWE, was good in, in uh, NXT, goes up to the big shows and does absolutely nothing. Like, literally, like, dog shit, nothing. And I was like, for what? Eric Young is a great talent. Use him. But they don't. It's always top dogs, and that's it. So, Eric Young and Eddie Edwards went at it. Uh, Young beat Edwards. Um, it could be a strong outing every time they wrestle, which is great. Um, at the same time, um, you're going to see more and more of these um, these matchups. And the more, you know, the more you wrestle, the more you see. But... You know, I think it's going to end up stopping pretty soon. There's not really much left 
to go on with these guys. Um, for one, um, for one, I think these guys will figure it out, and I think they'll move on to different rivalries. But you know, when you have nothing to um, <laughs> when you have nothing to do, you're gonna figure things out as is. But that's just you know a smaller um, company getting better. And they're just doing whatever they can without going over the edge with the money to be able to be better. Um, going on with some news and reports, the reason why Charlotte Flair got suspended and got hit with a $100,000 fine, um, according to a report from Alex McCarthy, the reason for the suspension is because Charlotte has some dental work that, quote-unquote, needs to be sorted out, but she's not going to. She's going to be gone for a long. So, um, meanwhile, she said that it was going to be um, a very quick turnaround. But if you see on Twitter, she made a post. Um, she is out. At, she's out in the water with Andrade um, with a fiance, former WWE superstar Andrade. Um With Daniel Bryant, we don't know what's going on with his contract. He has been exploring going elsewhere. Um, maybe the reason why he has been on TV is because he's, you know, going to be in and out. Um, maybe he leaves and maybe he... Um, maybe he just goes to TNA. Maybe he goes to New Japan. Maybe he goes to AW. Maybe he goes to Impact. Um, the cool thing is, is that I think he's towards the end for retirement. It's just a matter of time of not. It's if and or when, you know. But at the end of the day, if he does retire, he is walking to the Hall of Fame. Dan Brand had a luxurious career. Um, if he comes back to WWE, he comes back to Wrestle, then hopefully he gets a retirement match, retirement match by somebody, whoever it may be. Uh, who knows? But... No, it's been it's been in between for now. Um, we're just waiting for see we're gonna, for W. We're waiting to see what's gonna happen with NXT. We're gonna see what they do. They do when they compete with AW, with Raw and SmackDown. We're just seeing what's gonna happen with the uh, with Backlash when the time comes. So, but that's pretty much it for them with Impact. Um, for some reason, I don't know why Tony Khan hasn't promoted the. Um, the Rebellion pay-per-view, because if those who don't re remember, um, TNA and AW are, um, they're teaming up. There's, there's a cross-cross uh, company platforming, cross-platforming together and just producing. Um, but apparently when Kyle was asked um, on Busted Open Radio why AW has not promoting the has not been promoting the pay-per-view event on the TV show, so he quotes, people have asked me why I haven't gone out and spent a lot of money promoting Impact Rebellion. It's when I've gone to Impact, I've had to pay to buy ads. It's on Impact. Kenny Omega will be wrestling for Impact, world, for the Impact World title. It's possible Rich Swan could be the AEW World Champion next week. It's quite possible Omega will be the Impact World Champion. It'll be interesting. You know, <laughs> when you have more money and people are trying to reach out to you to do things, 
you don't have to do anything. They need you more than you need them. If we could just be quite blunt about the situation. So, we'll, um, we'll see what goes on. You know, it's late Thursday night. Actually, it's 12, 11 Friday morning now. So, I just finished wrapping up this episode. I believe Soto will be back next week. Um, Ash will be, hopefully he's around. I don't know where he's at. I think he probably knocked out somewhere. Probably passed out on his couch playing Call of Duty. That man is a force on on Cold War. But uh, that'll do it for me. That'll do it for us at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. Um, once again, I appreciate you guys coming on to listen to me. I know I might be a little bland, a little, little bleh, but I'm here to give you as much content as I can. The boys will be back soon. Uh, you can catch this episode and all the episodes uh, on Apple, Spotify, Google, and almost every streaming platform. For your, so whatever you get your podcasts, wherever, at, wherever you get them at, we have them. We're here ready for you, for your views, for your listens. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram at sunset underscore flip underscore wrestling. You can catch us on Twitter at flip wrestling. And you can catch us on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. That being said, I am Brandon Lee, and I'll catch you all soon. See you later.